All right. Let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right, mic check, mic check. <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to The Way In. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and uh, the big man's on deck. We're going to go right in this thing kind of hot and heavy. Um, we're going to try to knock this thing out, hopefully in around half an hour. But we've got a lot of information to cover. And I'm excited about covering it. Uh, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Some of you guys, I'm sure, are still struggling to get up and get functioning. Some of you have already got up and started that new diet, got to the gym, uh, put them, put in them extra workouts. Uh, I did none of that, actually. None of that. Um, you know, new you, new me. Nope. I'm the same guy I'm going to be in 2020 as I was in 2019. Like it, love it, leave it. Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, but, uh, a lot of things going on around the kayak fishing community. Y'all let me shake the rust off, shake the cobwebs off. Uh, I took a, took a little break there. So give me a couple weeks, couple, couple minutes to get the, get the wheels right and get the, get the ship going in the right direction. But you guys are already chiming in in full effect and full force here. Uh, Chad made a little, uh, a little video up yesterday. Um, uh, wishing everybody a new year's Eve. And, uh, it was only about a two or three minute long video, but, uh, talking about some announcements and talking about some doing, some doing some different things. And, uh, and he said, uh, he said, Hey, he said, let's, let's do this thing and let's, let's do it right. So, um, I said, bro, I'm in, let's do this. So without further ado, let's get the big man in the room and, uh, and I'll get you guys all start chiming in. Uh, let's bring on, uh, the one and the only, uh, Mr. Chad Hoover himself. I need to kick some lights on actually. It's dark in my office. Um, uh, first things first, before we get rolling too far, guys, y'all make sure that you drop in the comment section. Uh, why is my lights not working? I need to plug those in probably. Y'all make sure that y'all uh, drop in the comment section uh, where you guys are watching from and go in and smash that share button. Let everybody know that you're getting tuned in and getting tuned up here uh, with with uh, with myself and the Hoove. And then uh, and then secondly, like I said, go in and smash that share button. But uh, Chad, what's going on, buddy? Alexa, stop music. You said it on your side and it turned my side on. That's yeah. The, yeah. Mine's mine's listening to your voice control, too. I got I I got a good thing or not. I got that for Christmas from Christy. That was my Christmas. So now it's like, Alexa, stop music. Good night. All right, cool. So now, dude, I'm 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 a big fan of I'm a big fan of uh of that of that particular little thing. You know what I use her for all the time? You'll get this. You're from you're from Louisiana. You'll understand this. I get I use her for spelling, bro, all the time. Because I'm terribly dyslexic. Dyslexic. You're a marine. Y'all can't spell. No, dude. We, we eat a lot of crayons. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's some light on that face. English word for can't spell. <laughs> no, we can't spell. That's a fact. So I use it for spelling all the time. Hey, guess what I've got coming in? Some uh, some images. Sweet. So what's up, buddy? How was the new year? How was, well, Let's back up, man. Good, man. Let's check in. How was Christmas with the fam? Y'all are, are in a new house. Yes, we are. This is the office right here still getting it set up i'm gonna do like a umtb cribs kind of thing for the new house for sometime soon you know what i mean just yeah uh, yeah i got a garage for the first time in my life i've had a detached garage before but i've never actually had a garage so like you like chrissy can pull in and not get wet and be in the house yeah but i'm gonna use it for fish and stuff <laughs> 
<laughs> I, Christy, I'm, I'm, I, baby girl, I'm fighting for you. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fight for you. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> uh, let me ask Joe if I can get him to email these to me. Really appreciate you doing that, there, Scott. It was a six-week ordeal to try to get the garage, and um, now I got to start over because I'm sure she's watching right now. <laughs> sticker on my laptop, so y'all pardon me looking down and looking back up and looking down and looking back up and all that good stuff. So here we go. No, we're 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 you're you're good, man. You're good. So New Year's, I mean, did you guys go out and party hard? You know, bring in the New Year. You know, on top we, of the town. We hung around the house and we watched uh, ridiculousness and uh, <laughs> laughed and. Everybody sat on the couch, and uh, I'll, I'll be straight with you. They all made fun of me falling asleep because I had a margarita at dinner to celebrate the um, the new year. But about 9 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock, I was doing touch and goes. Of course, I got up at 4, so it is what it is. <laughs> they all were shooting you know, Snapchat videos and making fun of me and trying to wake me up and making noise to scare me and all that good stuff. So Morgan, Morgan, I know Morgan, if you're watching, I need you to hook me into the, 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 the loop of the Snapchat, uh, uh, Hoover ring. I want to be in on the Snapchats, Morgan. I told them that if any of those videos show up, I'm turning the Wi-Fi at the house. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. That's hilarious. So dude, we've got quite a few folks in here. Terry Russell's in the house, Jamie Broad, Tim Isaacs, Jason Willis, Donnie Bennett, Ryan Havlick, Ed McDonald, Kenny Hood, Nicholas Beltran in the house. What's going on, bro? Um, we got folks from Texas, Miami, Tennessee, uh, bro, folks all over the place, man, tuning in, ready to rock and roll to see what's going on in KBF for 2020. Uh, we put together a little graphic earlier just to kind of do a quick run through, man, because I know there's a ton of stuff to get into. So let's dive right into it, bro. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready, man. All right, bro. Uh, 2020 KBF Trail Series. We talked about this a pretty good bit. Um, while, while, while you kick into it, I'm actually going to go over and grab the website and pull up all the, pull up all the, the events. Okay. Um, but I want you just to dive in, man. Tell us a little bit about the, the 2020 trail series and what's changed, what's new, what's different. Um, you know, fill us in on that man rolling into this new year. It's here. Cool. I just shared it myself, which I should have done earlier, but, uh, man, we're, uh, we're pretty pumped. We, uh, we have been uh, making adjustments to the schedule really a lot longer than we wanted to. Obviously we put out the the preliminary thing back in early October. Um, but we're trying to deconflict uh, as much as we can with the stuff that's out there so that anglers don't have to choose. Um, we have the flexibility to do that. And so rather than sticking the stake in the moon and saying we're not changing anything because we already said it, uh, we're trying to be more flexible than that. And I know it's frustrating for some people. Um, we've had a couple of events where we inadvertently put the original date before it changed out as the Facebook event and the calendar on the website said something separate, the official page and everything that will always default to what's official is the 2020 KBF trail schedule or event schedule. I'm sorry. And the easy way to remember that, and we're going to put a big button on the homepage for it for every event we do, you can go kayakbassfishing.com forward slash schedule. So even if you can't remember how to get there, if you can't see the button on the homepage, if you can just remember kayakbassfishing.com schedule, you can type that in and it'll take you right to it. But uh, yeah, we've got a pretty good um, got a pretty good schedule lined up. There's still a few tweaks uh, left to make, and uh, we'll make those as soon as we can. And uh, we should have everything have everything finalized and ready to go uh, tomorrow. To be honest with you, um, including the event, the details for the pages, 
the bonus bucks pages, the pro tour pages and all that good stuff. So what we're going to talk about today is kind of 50,000 foot view. And then obviously you'll go to kayakbassfishing.com forward slash KBF bonus bucks to learn more about the bonus bucks program. You'll go to kayakbassfishing.com forward slash pro tour to learn about the pro tour. Uh, pretty much anything you can think of you want to look up. We're making short links that are easy to remember. It's kayakbassfishing.com forward slash whatever you're looking for. Um, in some places, we'll even make a couple different versions so that whatever you think might be the route, you know, will be the route. And then we're going to make the homepage uh, super simplified. We're reformatting that right now, but it didn't make sense to link it to old pages and then have to re completely redo it. So we're doing um, we're doing the whole thing all at once. So we'll have that out in the next couple of days. Now, I feel like a couple of weeks ago, you guys very discreetly dropped some news on the industry. And I kept, I sat back because I knew a little bit more than most. And I wanted to see kind of where, you know, where that, where that hammer dropped. But with this new logo that I just got sent to me, I mean, it's just really fixing to lay it out there and drop the hammer. You want me to throw that up on screen, boss? Sure. Why not? So, uh, so the KBF trail series for 2020 is uh, is going to look a lot like this. Yep, we're um, we're super pumped to be able to welcome Realtree Fishing uh, as the title sponsor of the Trail Series. Uh, we're super pumped to have DZ um, on board uh, in a bigger capacity. They were the sponsors of the Ten and Invitational last year. They really love the response from the kayak fishing community. They really love the kayak fishing community. Uh, so they came on board uh, as presenting sponsor of the Trail, the Pro Tour series and the 10 uh, invitational and so as we continue to grow and evolve and we get more uh, sponsorship support uh, and we've put this out kind of from the beginning but a lot of people you know don't see the videos and I get it and it's really hard to capture this on a website we've said as we continue to get better and more support we'll be able to do more and more for the anglers uh, that means we go you know closer to or better than 100% payout which is ironic because last year I miscalculated in my brain and I'll just fall on the sword and say it that the guaranteed payout was the way to go so that we would have a surplus at every event and it would build a big trail series championship. Unfortunately that didn't work out that way. What ended up happening is everybody that fished an event with a hundred plus people was pissed off because the payout wasn't enough. And then nobody, you know, thought about the fact the events with 45 and 55 people, we paid out double what we took in. So we just re revised the program we looked at what really makes sense. We're going to 100% guaranteed payout for the trail. Plus, we're adding in uh, some significant incentives for the bonus bucks program. So, for example, there'll be $2,300 at every trail event uh, and potential bonus bucks. And I think um, probably the kayak will be the biggest conflict for most people. Uh, but we're doing 500 Torquedo, 500 each regional sponsor, uh, $1,000, which is a combination of KBF, Realtree, and DZ. And uh, all of those details will be finalized, so I'm not going to get too much into it, but they'll be up on the website under the bonus bucks page. And then we're going to lay out some spreadsheets and some graphics that show you at each event what your true potential for winning is, because we've always done that in separate categories, and it's really hard to see. And we understand that. And we really appreciate the feedback that's helped us, you know, better, you know, put that information out. But we're going to have the trail payout, the big bass brawl payout. So if, maybe if you don't catch a five fish limit, you catch one big fish, you know, you have the opportunity to take on some cash. It's not optional anymore. We're doing the hundred dollars, but $25 of that goes to the big bass brawl. And instead of speculating and losing money on it, like we've done in the past, it's just going to be a hundred percent. We're paying out a hundred percent. Again, the payout charts for everything will be up in the next two days, uh, maybe tonight, but I'm not committing to tonight. It'll, it'll definitely be 
uh, by the end of tomorrow. So that being said, we're going to have 100% payout on the trail, 100% payout on the Pro Series with added money for the holdback and the championship from our sponsorships. Um, and the holdback is 25%. We'll have those pay charts out. We're going to do a 10% payout through the field uh, at each event, and then we're going to do a 20% payout uh, to get it a little deeper into the field at the championship. So great sponsorship support like what we're getting from Realtree and DZ and, you know, and all of our uh, returning sponsors is really going to let us take that bonus bucks program uh, to the next level. So uh, we'll be putting all that out, you know, either tonight or tomorrow. As soon as these pages are done, uh, I'll be dropping the links on the members only page uh, and on the public group where we're at right now, just so folks can kind of see it. But um, over a hundred percent payout at every event for the trail uh, bonus bucks program is getting a, a really good boost. Um, and yeah, man, the big bass brawl makes it interesting. You can win every hour. You can win the overall big bass for the day. Uh, and, uh, we're really excited about that concept. The angler of the year, we're revising the payouts for that. So we'll be announcing that relatively soon so that there's that additional carrot on the stick of winning, um, you know, like Russ Snyder, uh, won $10,000 this year, uh, as the angler of the year, we present that at the national championship. Um, and it's just one of those things we're just continually continually trying to evolve um we're so so i want i want to break this down barney style guys because uh the, you you chad you know all of this information so well there's so many of us that 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 try to keep up that aren't in this every day day in and day out so that when 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 we talk about and we hear talked about um you know percentage of payout at 100 percent barney style 100 percent payout right? Means that every dollar that comes from tournament fees is paid back out, right? That's what, that's what, that's what got, I'm breaking this down Barney for everybody, right? A hundred percent payout means that every dollar that's given in, that means all $100 of my entry fee goes back into winnings, correct? That's what yeah. they mean by a hundred percent payout. With two exceptions, we're holding out the PayPal fees because those stack up at the end of correct. the year and we're holding right. out the X fee. Last year we held out for judging and for KBF admin, but we're not doing that this year. We've got sponsorship support enough that this year we'll be able to do that on our own. And so just to give you guys kind of a insight to where you think, how much could that be? It was $39,000 last year was what the judging uh, and the whole, the admin stuff would have been just for the trail. So when people don't know what these little bitty things in the back end add up to, it's really easy to dismiss them, but we're not holding out the admin fee this year. We're paying out the 100% of the big bass brawl, the $25 of the $100 entry fee, and then we're paying out 100% of the entry fees less the attorney X fee and pay, and whatever PayPal is. So yeah, 100% minus the you know attorney X and the admin fee. But then by the time we start diving in bonus bucks and other those things, I mean the amount of money that's paid into Fishy's events, you know you you can you guys can break this down any way that you want to, but but not only by event but by for overall of the year. I mean, we're going to get into the 10 conversation in just a minute, but KBF is once again going into 2020 paying out well more, well more over than what in, in tournaments exclusively than what is coming in from tournaments. And that's and, because of partnerships like Realtree, DZ and so on and so on. And just the support of anglers. A lot of folks don't realize that the 10 invitational, the 10 pay, you know, the 10 pays out there. There is no entry fee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, that's a, a 20,000 plus dollar, payout plus the cost of doing the event, the cost of shooting the TV episode to get those anglers as much exposure uh, as we possibly can, the lodging, the, you know, we're putting everybody up in a house and 
we're getting away from we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get in we're gonna get into the 10 at the end of this because i want to because we're gonna break down location and boundaries because we've got a lot of the 10 guys in the house right now watching and we because we told them we would get into that so i want to dive into the nc today was the uh, last night at midnight uh uh central time whatever it's gone now last night at midnight was uh was 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 the deadline for the 300 hundred dollar entry fee for the nc and uh, but but that doesn't mean that that if you miss it, that you're not in the NC. Right. So tell us a little bit about the KBF NC and some updated on that. Well, I mean, we're pretty, you know, proud of the fact that that event hit 587. I think um, it was 586 at midnight last night. We had a guy that was talking to us and talking to Dwayne uh, was having some technical difficulties. So we went ahead and locked him in uh, because he brought it up, you know, before the deadline. And so we 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 honored that and got him in there. Um, but yeah, 587 anglers, uh, for Gunnersville. Um, you know, there's a lot of mixed emotions about that. People are like, oh, it's not bigger than, um, Kentucky Lake. And then there's people that are like, oh, it's still too big. Where's all them people going to go? And I get it. Um, we have pretty well put the format out. Um, I'm actually going to ask for feedback from a lot of folks because, uh, a lot of folks did like the hundred cut last year. And a lot of people thought the cut should be a little higher. So we're going to talk about that in a public forum. We're going to let the members weigh in on it. Um, but You're still looking at a three-day event. Three-day event, but there is some consideration towards cutting it with a bigger field after the cut, meaning you know maybe 200, maybe 150, uh, something along those lines. So okay. something, something that we're definitely considering, um, especially since the field is 130 more than it was last year, 120 more than it was last year. Um, it's one lake. Well, that's currently, I mean, we still got, you know, there's still months to sign up. Oh, trust me. There's a lot of people that said last night in some of the comments that I saw out there, like, yeah, there won't be anybody in entering after this. Uh, you're still yeah. you're still talking about a $400 entry fee for a shot at $75,000 plus a bunch of um, bonus bucks. And so as we continue to announce the the finalized payout structure, the formats, the the sponsors, the bonus bucks, all that kind of stuff. Um, well, I know a lot of folks that are things are going to come into play about making sure that they can get off work, yep. coming up with 300 bucks this close to the end of the year to with Christmas and family and everything else. Folks are going to get taxes back, you know, early in the year. There's going to be opportunities, guys. I, I think you're I think you're due for another hundred to come in between now and uh, and the final deadline. I think so. I think, you know, I was guessing 650 to 725 you know, realistically, and we're not far off of that considering that we still have, you know, three months for people to, to enter. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of people will t potentially talk themselves into doing it. And, um, but we had to get the numbers locked so that we could get the event space done, rent chairs, rent tents, get captain's bags in place, tell sponsors, finalize numbers. You know what I mean? You got a lot of moving parts, a lot of moving parts, planning for parking, planning for chairs, planning for setup and breakdown. What's our check-in flow going to be? There's a lot of stuff. And honestly, it was Christy and Lynette and Joe and the, and the team that brought all that stuff up where we used to do the national championship kind of flying by the seat of our pants. And, you know, when it started getting even bigger and Christy and, and Lynette were like, you know, no, we got to nail this down. We got to get these numbers locked sooner so that we can say, what are we going to do if 700 people show up in one hour to check in? How are we going to, you know, and a lot of that is, you know, is, is seemingly common sense, but myself and Joe were dogpiling up a waterfall the first couple of years and trying to run this thing. So um, Christy and Lynette and the whole team, uh, Amanda, Richard, everybody has been a, a godsend when it comes to, you know, getting this thing to where it is. And we just don't want to 
to back up and, 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 and have a poor quality event. In fact, our whole goal this year is to do better trails than we've ever done. And then we reduce the number from last year to this year. We're going to reduce the number next year from this year to next year. And so we're just going to try to keep doing better events and it's become, you know, increasingly clear that it's difficult to do 30 plus events. Well, you know what I mean? Uh, it's just a lot of moving parts. And, and honestly, now that there's the, the Bassmaster series and the Hobie series is expanded. Um, AJ and I worked for weeks on trying to deconflict as best we can and still came up with conflicts that, 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 you know, really makes folks choose between one or the other. So we're going to get, we're going to get away from that next year. Uh, KBF is probably going to do, you know, 10 uh, premium events. We've got some formulas in place to do the pro series uh, kind of like on the same weekend, but on a different body of water. So they're still separated, just really continuing to evolve you know, listening to the feedback out there, uh, one of the guys earlier on the members only page was kind of pointing out it's unacceptable for us to make mistakes like we did on the Facebook pages with um, with dates. And, and I agree, I 100 percent agree that at the level that we are, stuff like that's got to stop happening. But, you know, we're we're human. The people that work at KBF are human, um, but we're just going to continuously put checks and balances in place to keep that kind of stuff from happening uh, by the end of this week. Everything on the event page will be solid. That'll be the official page. If there is somewhere, some way, some shape, some form, uh, a conflict somewhere, whatever's on the website is what's official. Um, we're gotcha. doing social media ad buys this year to promote the actual website pages instead of the event pages. Those event pages kind of take on a life of their own. And then what ends up happening is somebody answers the question for a potential competitor, but they don't answer the question correctly. And then the person takes that as the gospel. So we're going to constantly promote and push angler responsibility this year. Um, I'm going to do an updated uh, captain's meeting videos so that it's not assuming that you know anything because we are going to attract a lot of new anglers this year. Um, Bassmaster and even Hobie doing what they do really creates more interest in kayak fishing in general. And then when, you look, when you look yeah. at the competitive landscape and you see how many events and opportunities that KBF has, it's just inevitable that more people are going to be looking to do uh, KBF events that have never fished in a, um, yep. in an event before. And so we have to get better at everything being stand on its own. Uh, we're not going to miss identifiers going out on time anymore. We're not going to miss uh, payouts on time anymore. We're not going to miss, you know, information being out well in advance. And, you know, we're, we're apologizing for being behind because we are, but I mean, we're still a month out from any event and we're way ahead of the power curve for anywhere we've ever been. But I get it that we shouldn't put the information out and keep changing. But we said tentative where it was tentative. Uh, there was one event in, in Pennsylvania that we had to change it because of a number of variables. Um, and then uh, a couple of other events that we've got still tentative, uh, like the Shasta event out of California. That thing's a little crazy because you got to have three different permits to run a an event there. So we're working through all that process. It's almost nailed down. Um, and then the Monroe, Louisiana regional final, we still got to nail some of that down should have that done today or tomorrow or Friday. Uh, and then everything on that event page will be locked. You the mean, it's not quite as simple. This is tongue in cheek, but you mean it's not quite as simple as hey, everybody show up at this parking lot and we're going to have a tournament. No, <laughs> man, it's, you it's, know, and, and uh, if you knew, how much stress or folks out there, you know, cause you've, you've been yeah. before and seen it, how much stress is involved with trying to plan 
you know, 30 plus events, then you would get it. You know what I mean? But I understand. I don't have to say to people, guys, you have no idea what we're doing. And I've done that in the past and I've gotten frustrated and I've gone to the defense of, you know, not making an excuse for myself. But I felt like when people bash KBF, you're bashing the people that work here and that are pouring their heart and soul into it. And I can take it, but I don't want you bashing my people. You know what I mean? No, dude, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So my approach in the past, and I've gotten away from that. I'm no longer engaging with naysayers about anything. You know, if you do what I do at the level that I do it, you're going to have haters. I've had to just come to the realization um, that that is what it is. And uh, a buddy of mine told me that use the hate to motivate. I'm like, I'm not motivated. I'm obsessed. Motivation means you do something when you want to do it. I got to do it whether I want to do it or not. So I just love what I do. I promise you I do. I uh, had a couple of close calls with death this year, both in the hospital and then the accident that have really changed my, I mean, hundred percent of just being real with you. It changed my outlook uh, on what's important in life. So I've got to scale back for my sanity. I've got to scale back for me being able to spend more time with the family. And for years, my closest friends have been saying, dude, I don't know how you do it. Uh, Craig Dye used to tell me all the time. I have yep. no idea how you do what you do. And honestly, he was right because what I've been doing isn't sustainable by any sane person. You know what I'm saying? It, it. isn't. Um, and so we're going to do less events next year, better, uh, more premium, more activated. I'd like to get to a schedule where I can be at every event, right? So I can be there and break bread with the folks and, and really make it a, a kind of a community festival atmosphere where it's more fun. And here's the thing that I'm also focusing on uh, in 2020. And, and I'm 100% responsible for helping change the tone. But when it, when it really boils down to it, this is just fishing. And fishing is supposed to be fun. And we have sucked a lot of the fun out of fishing. And I'm done with that. Um, I backed away from the FLW-MLF relationship this year, by and large, because there was too many moving parts. But moreover, because I don't want in the kayak community what's happening in the in the regular mainstream fishing. I'm really embarrassed as a professional in this space, how some of that stuff has played out. Um, I don't like divisiveness and lines drawn in the sand. And, you know, for folks that have been around for a long time, when Terry Manley came into the space with kayak bass series, I was supporting that. I've always yeah. supported the Hobie stuff. I'm 100% behind this Bassmaster thing. I started doing this because nobody else was and everybody wanted it. And kind of felt like I had to do it. I don't have to do it anymore. And I'm not going to continue to do it at the level that we've done it. And we've done it. And I've put my family, myself, my friends, people that work here through a lot of stress trying to be everything to everybody. Uh, and honestly, guys, it's just fishing. And it's supposed to be fun. And so you're going to see me hashtagging that a lot this year. Um, you're going to see me brushing off people who are wanting to keep the the ball in the air when it comes to um, – you know, some kind of, uh, you know, a false agenda, or maybe it's even a real agenda. I'm just not engaging in it anymore. Yeah. Um, what I'm going to do from now on is if somebody sends me a screenshot of somebody bashing me, I'm going fishing. <laughs> That's where I get away from all this stuff. So I got a kayak trailer in the yard loaded and a truck ready to go in a garage full of fishing stuff. I know I'm the most blessed guy in the sport. So to remind myself of how good I got it, I ain't going to argue with anybody on Facebook. That's why I did the shirt with um yeah. with the guy that I get it. Do you even fish, bro? I, I get it. Getting back to fishing because that's what I enjoy. And if I'm not gonna fish, I mean I'm not gonna sit on Facebook and fight with people. So 
I'm going to challenge everybody to do the same thing. Don't get involved in the divisiveness. I'm going to continue to work with everybody to provide the maximum uh, uh, amount of opportunities. I'd love to see there being, you know, a Bassmaster Angler of the Year and a Bassmaster Classic style event, big as or bigger than the national championship. I'd like the national championship to keep being what it is. We're you still, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. You still think you're going to try to fish one of those Bassmaster events? Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, but, but for real, Hoover, this, don't worry about the audience. I mean, you're still going to try to fish one of those events. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm pumped for that. I'm pumped for that. I want to. I want to. I want to shift gears, bro. I want to. I want to dive into bonus bucks real quick. I know you skimmed over it a little bit, but but the, the, you're you guys are doing this different. Uh, again, so many of the companies have stepped in to be a part of this thing. So I want to give it a little bit of space. Dive back into a little bit of bonus bucks. How it's how it's involved. Who's eligible? What some of these payouts are looking like? Like like what does bonus bucks mean? If I come in off the street and I do nothing about bonus bucks, what is bonus bucks 2020? So you buy in for 100 bucks at the beginning of the year. And a lot of people say, why would you have a contingency program you have to buy into? I should just be able to use the product. Well, for one, when you buy in, you make an entry, you commit to helping grow the process. When you help grow the process, I use that as a platform to go sell to sponsors. So when I showed them how much participation we have and how that we can focus on uh, driving sales of their product and influencing purchases, decisions and things along those lines, then we get buy in. And so part of the the Realtree Fishing Sponsorship and part of the DZ package is getting people actively involved in sharing their brand and rewarding them by doubling the payout. So again, I don't want to get too much into the formula, but there will be a guaranteed KBF bonus bucks if you don't have any manufacturers um, products at all. That's why there's a buy-in and that's why we fund that part. Then we use that as the carrot and the program foundation to go get the additional monies from the other brands, a lot like Toyota bonus bucks and Skeeter and some of the things yep. that you've seen out there, but to really make it a, a more dynamic program than anything that's happened in any other fishing organization by hybridizing it and to where there's the basic program you can buy into and that it's lucrative, right? We've taken some percentage of membership, overall operating costs, the money that I put into the company and said, this is what we're going to do to incentivize bonus bucks. And at some point down the road, it'll pay off big time. Well, that some point down the road is now, right? We're finally getting to the point where I feel like it's a no brainer. A hundred dollars, even if you're fishing one event for a chance at winning 2300, it's kind of a no brainer. It's a 23 to one return on investment. But then when you consider that it pays a little deeper into the field and you got the opportunity for we're doing a pretty substantial guarantee for the trail series championship to build that up. And then it just is a no brainer. So I've wanted to get to this point for a long time, which is why I'm excited about the fact that Hobie's doing what they're doing and Bassmaster's doing what they're doing, because I want to be the catalyst that makes them duplicate what we're doing. So there, every event that you go to, there's more money opportunities and more. Yeah, yeah. Opportunities. And so if we can push that envelope and we can continue to evolve, um, we all work together, right? Long-term, then I'd love to see there being a, a person that fishes the Hobie Worlds, fishes the Bassmaster Kayak Classic, and fishes the KBF National Championship and makes $130,000, $140,000 a year and then picks up, you know, 40, 50, 60 in endorsements so the next year they can fish and not have to stress over quitting their job if they want to. You know what I'm saying? Jamie Dennison. Jamie Dennison, we're all looking at you. Corey Dreyer, I know you guys are I know you guys are chomping at the bit. I think that you know I think there's some young guns too though that are that are coming into that. So dive into uh big bass because there's gonna be opportunity for guys that come in that just won big bass, didn't place, and are gonna make some really good money this year. 
Yeah. So do you want me to pull, I'll pull up the payout chart real quick, just so that while we're talking, I can, uh, I can give you a real number and we're going to say that we had quite a few events that had, um, uh, the, the opportunities over, to spread money across, uh, across guys coming in. Like it's one thing to come in and guys, and I get it. You, I mean, I, you know, I fish a lot of events, but I don't consider myself a, a tournament angler. And so, but I love the fact that what the, what Chad and what KBF are doing is, is being able to, to spread that pot a little bit. Um, I don't ever feel like I can get on the water and go co to go, uh, uh, against, against Craig die or, you know, or, or, or against, you know, against Ron champion or some of those guys. Right. But if I can come in and get one, you know I mean, and get that one good fish and I know big bass is going to be there. I'm not saying this is the mindset for every terminator. I'm saying this is how I, my my brain functions. Yeah, so I love the idea to know that there's more opportunity for me to take home some cash that that I may not have to beat out this sack of hammers for, right? Yeah, that's my absolutely. thoughts. And so with bonus books, you got that opportunity, and with the big bass brawl, you've also got the opportunity to fund your entire uh, event, your trip, and make money to to go to the next one off of a single catch, right? And so. Uh, again, none of this is official, but it'll be posted very soon as official. But I'm just I'm pulling up our chart. We got it from you know 30 people all the way to uh, 280 people, pretty much worked out. We're not going to publish all of that, but we have it worked out that way. So let's just take on the low end at uh, 1600 or 60 people, which we didn't have any uh, trails with the exception of a few that just didn't do very well at all. That that was below that. Our average last year was 83, I think, um, considering the big events and some of the smaller ones. I think we'll have a much higher average this year, but at 60, um, the champion will win $1,363, but there's not a huge drop. Second place would be 980, but the big bass brawl first place will be 512. So you win a third over a third of what you will win. Uh, for for that, for that one good fish. Second place will be 307.35 and third place will be 204.90. But let's jump over to a hundred people at a hundred wow. people in the tournament. First place is 1967. Second place is fourteen hundred. Big bass is a thousand for first place, six hundred for second place, and four hundred for third place. Let's get what? let's get a little crazy and go over to one hundred and sixty. Let's say it's wait a minute. That's a thousand bucks for a hundred folks. That's a thousand dollar fish. That's a thousand dollar hook set. Yeah. Plus what you okay. want in the hourly because you had to win one of the hourly. So there's even more yep. there. But let's jump over to one hundred and sixty, kind of on the high end. What we let's get crazy. So then we're talking Chickamauga, Kentucky Lake, some of these big events, right? Yeah. So you're talking $2751 guaranteed first place, but we're paying out down to 10 or 20 place or 16 places. Second place is 1978. Third place is 1300. But listen to this. Big bass for that event would be $1700 for first, oh or 1044 for second and 696 for third. Add in bonus bucks, catch a big bass and win the tournament and you're pushing $6000. You see what I'm saying? But you go back to even a hundred person event, you win two thousand for first, you take home twenty three hundred in bonus bucks, you're again, you're pushing you're over four thousand dollars in winnings, and that's without the big bass. You got a pretty good chance of winning big bass. If you did that, that's another thousand. So but the idea was to spread opportunity around yep. so that it wasn't all one thing. Early on, I personally incorrectly assessed that the big number check was the way to go. And you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but oh, Cody, Cody Milton loved that idea. Yeah, but you can say the crazy number for the hundred thousand dollar check at the national championship kind of lit the fuse for a lot of the stuff that's happening now. So even though we kind of backed off of that and went a little lower and paid out deeper into the field in a better decrement, 
um, it served its purpose. So I'm not going to say we shouldn't have done it, right? We, we, no, I'm, I'm ready for the $500,000 check. from it and we've evolved. And so with the Pro Tour, we're paying out, you know, we're, we're holding back 25%. We're doing. Right, we're gonna get into that. Let me let me pull up the Pro Tour graphic because I, I want to talk about the Pro Tour. Let's let's just dive right into that right now. I've got the Pro Tour. Uh, let me find that on my screen here. Let me get it up here on. Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna throw the screen up on the graphic. But tell us a little bit about about the 2020 Pro 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 Tour. Blah, blah, blah. So so again, realize that this is fifty thousand foot view. All the details will be laid out on the website later tonight or by the end of uh, close of business tomorrow. But here's the fifty thousand foot view. We've gone multiple directions on what should we do. With the look, wait, just look at that, guys. Just hang on, dude. Chad, just give me a minute, bro. Just look, look at. Can I even make that where that's the only thing on the screen for a minute, guys? Just look. I mean, Hoover. That's the KBF Pro Tour. Make a cool this is trophy. a real thing. Yeah, it's going to make a cool trophy, um, you know, or trophies. But but here's what we've decided, okay? And and again, I've been in number crunch mode. Um, I've been in sponsorship negotiation mode. I've gone out and traded on a lot of long term relationships to take things to the next level. But we decided that it makes more sense, especially for the first year of the Pro Tour to spread stuff around and to give a lot of anglers the opportunity to qualify so that moving into 21, if everything's successful and we continue to roll with the pro tour, they will have a foundation for establishing who qualifies for that pro tour moving on and how you get to that point after the fact. So we're going to qualify for the pro tour championship before the first cast or first entry fees ever been done. The trail series champion, the angler of the year, the challenge series champion, and the national champion, uh, and obviously the 10 um, winner, those five people are qualified for the Pro Tour championship, whether they enter the event, qualify, or do anything, because we want to build a, a you know kind of a pyramid in the community to where this is a spectacle, but you can fish your way onto the Pro Tour, a lot like the way FLW used to do with the BFL and, and the Costa Series, winning your way to the Cup. And so that is our championship. It's the it's the KBF cup. Um, we were calling it the cup, no matter what they dropped the cup, we picked it up. So that's what we're doing. Um, so what we decided is instead of saying it's based on points and you have to hit a minimum threshold and based on how many events you win or any of this other stuff, um, we're going to set the threshold. And again, this is unofficial, but I'm giving you the, the theory top 15 at each pro tour automatically qualified to fish in the pro tour championship. Okay, we're going to do three opens potentially, but two are, are already um, this close to being locked in the Pro Tour opens. You don't have to be a Pro Tour member. And we're going to use 25 percent of the payout to build the Pro Tour championship payout. But the top 10 in those events will qualify for the Pro Tour championship. And then we're going to set a threshold. We're using the 600 points and 900 points or I'm sorry, 600 points and 1200 point formula. We will have a Pro Tour Angler of the Year. So here's how that's going to work. I'm going to make it very simple. There's 600 points available at every event, standard decrement. We're going to say that if you finish in the top 15 in a Pro Tour stop, you're in. If you finish in the top 10 at an open, you're in. If you hit a certain threshold in points, you're automatically in. Here's what that means. 
you can fish two events and if you don't necessarily make it into the top 50 top 100 top whatever and overall rankings for angler of the year you can still punch your ticket to go to the pro tour championship right now that number is tentatively 900 what that means is you have to finish in 31st place or higher in two events what that allows you to do is go out there and if you fish two events and you don't do as well as you thought in one you can go fish another event and continuously work to make that cut line so if you make that cut line you're in that means we're looking at somewhere between 84 and about 140 people in a pro tour championship and we'll use that for foundation of year number one and we'll evolve it after that to say how do you get on the pro tour what does the qualification mean and what is that what does it mean to be a kayak fishing pro uh, in our industry and we will have had the opportunity uh, to work a little more closely with Bass to figure out what they're doing to continue to try to work with Hobie to deconflict our schedule to where anglers have the opportunity. What's up in the air in that? To do it all. Yep. You should be able to do it all. No, absolutely. Absolutely love it. All right. So then I want to, I'm going I'm to bring down the pro tour. Thanks for touching base on that guys. We're going to run through this stuff kind of quick, but I, I can't get out of here. We, we got to get into the 10 stuff, but before we do that, I can't get out of here. with talking about the redfish and the, the redfish series. So, so this thing here, uh, I'm, I'm pumped about it. I, I, I love this. I'm gonna try to get the graphic up here on the screen. Um, but, uh, uh, tell us a little bit about 2020 and the redfish series and um and 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 why 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 this is 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 so meaningful for so many people so i started catch photo release in redfish um started in corpus christi texas i uh, worked with some folks there that were in the the foundation of catch photo release uh then i started working with um, rick roberts from the extreme uh, kite fishing series did a little bit of tournament directing for him he was one of the first people to have a nationwide uh series and so this all started for me in redfish, right? A lot of folks don't know I'm a, I've been a hardcore saltwater fisherman for a long time because I went so hard uh, after the bass market. Um, and I am a diehard bass fisherman, but I love redfish. I love chasing trophy, you know, speckled trout. And, um, and so we invested in starting it last year. Uh, I met with the the anglers that showed up and that qualified for the championship down in Florida. And we had an open forum discussion about how we could do it better. I was on the fence about whether or not we were going to keep it going, uh, you know, 100% being transparent. But listening to those anglers say, if you had done this different, we would have been more vested. If we had live events in each region, we would have been more vested. Let us help you in the redfish world build it like you did uh, on the bass side. Um, we don't want separate, but you know, separate, we want separate, but equal. We want to have the opportunity to make redfish what it, what you guys have done with, with bass. And I get it. So we changed the formula. We changed the rules based on their feedback. We changed the format. We're going to do at least one, maybe even a little bit more live event in each region. And then we're going to have the championship uh, at the end of the year with a guarantee, just like we did last year. And we're going to probably be going back to Palm coast uh, for the championship, but we're going to try to do like a, a Louisiana, uh, Gulf regional and like a North or South Carolina or somewhere centrally located on the Atlantic side, um, regional event, not a final, but like just a live event that makes people know this is real with a championship and then try to grow that much like we've done with the bass series. And again, when we start trying to do less bass events so we can do this as well and give it as much love uh, as it deserves, I think we'll do a better job. And so this year is going to be a formative year for the redfish series. It's going to be a formative year for 
dialing in how to best do a fish that's a slot limit um, and how to manage that so that in 2021 we can do an even better job and so that we can then also have time which I really didn't plan on getting into this, but I'm just going to roll it out there. We're starting the youth series next year. We're going to start it as an online with a championship at the end. And then in 2021, my goal is to have a legitimate youth series with live events that qualify them for championships, that qualify them to fish in a series that allows them to uh, uh, win scholarships. And I can tell you right now, the mothers out there, the fathers out there that are looking to send their kids to college, they're like, hold on, wait a second. They can fish and in their spare time and win a chance to win money for college. Yeah, absolutely. Or win scholarships we're in, but we also allow the youth to fish in our actual series. So there's a real opportunity for them to win money, cover their expenses, man. I'm going to tell you, I got goosebumps. I actually just got goosebumps again about it um, just now, but Dylan Fuquay sent me a text message two or three days ago of a picture of a truck. And he said, Hey, thanks to KBF for helping me buy my first truck. Yep. And I'm just going to I got the same photo, bro. I got like, ooh, you know, and, um, you know, we worked it out with Bethel for him and Jackson Orr to get, you know, a scholarship. I don't exactly know what that level is yet. And I'm connecting them with Gary Mason. Gary's done a great job of helping us in the past. And he is also investing in helping us get other uh, universities on board so that we can fully develop that youth series to where it's linear to take it to the next level for the youth. So I think that the, the the big picture is that in 2021, we do less trail events as KBF, partner with partners to run those events that are feeders to the national championship, to the trail series championship, for regional AOI, for national AOI. And then we invest in the Redfish series and grow in the sport of kayak fishing, invest in the youth and invest in the future of our sport in general. But the one thing that I'm just telling you is not in the cards for KBF is controversy, is arguing with people, is being divisive, is starting because it's yep. a place. No. It's fishing, I, man. It's supposed it's to be just, fun. It's just fishing. That. Just but I fishing. Totally, and sh- I'm slowly but surely going to evolve this thing to where it's more manageable so that I can spend more time with my family, so I can fish these other events and cross-promote, and so that it gets more manageable for everybody out there. You know, And I, I don't want to make it to where you have to choose between this event or that event. Unfortunately, this year we had committed to so many events for sponsors. We had committed to CVBs and tourism bureaus, and we had committed to a certain, you know, bubble. Um, and next year, through the course of this year and through communications with the other organizations, we'll all be able to better serve, you know, the kayak fishing community. And I'd love it to be to the point where none of us have anything even on the same weekend, so we can throw all of our support behind. Yeah, from one to the other, just yeah. and then everybody's getting accolades. Everybody's winning you know money and what what, what is it that, what is it they say about the tides shed rising tide raises all ships I, I, hey can i get an amen from you in the back back there let me get an amen my brother let me get an amen real quick bro give me give me your five minutes which is hard for you give me your five minutes on this partnership stuff and the partnership championship and some of that that's different this year i'm gonna do it in three here's how okay. it works. the partners are the lifeblood of kbs okay yep. and we didn't right, do back all up. People that don't understand, partner, start over. Okay. A partner that promotes and supports KBF and uses their affiliation to help grow the national championship and Angler of the Year and things along those lines. And so what we're doing this year is we're launching a partner championship series event. That partner championship series event, we're putting $5,000 in from the get-go. We're saying here's $5,000 seed money. That's added money. That's not a guarantee and then entry 
entry fees are going to reduce it. It's 5,000 added money. Every ambassador membership that comes in, we're putting $5 in on top of that 5,000. We're going to have every event that partners run are going to be qualifying events for this partner championship series. And then we're going to give back to the clubs based on if you hit a certain threshold of membership, KBF gives back to you in a commitment of cash or a commitment of sponsorship support by coordinating prizes to give to you for your club events, things along those lines. We're going to start working on helping out with judging the administrative side of it and really service the partners like they've helped service KBF to get us to the point uh, where we are now. 2020 is going to be a formative year and ideally have it dialed in for 21 to where the partners play a crucial role in regional AOI, national AOI, national championship qualification, and the winner of this partner championship series event every year is going to automatically qualify to go to the Pro Tour Cup um, and going to qualify for whatever the biggest event that we have. And they can do that by never fishing a KBF event other than fishing their partner events and then going off and winning that partner series championship. What we're going to do is we're going to combine the partner championship, the challenge series championship and the youth championship into one event. And we're going to separate that from the trail series championship this year. That event is going to be like what the boondoggle used to be a big get together, family oriented and as much about community and breaking bread as it is about, about the fishing. competition. But at the same time, there's going to be some good money to be won. There's going to be some good opportunity to do seminars and, and promotions and lessons. And we're going to use it to raise money for heroes in the water. And we're going to invite all the sponsors to come there and basically meet the anglers on the ground level, right? The grassroots level where this whole thing is propped up by. And so we've got that nailed down tentatively. So here's what we did. We changed the pro series championship to Kentucky Lake because we wanted to do one less event, but because we had a commitment, hold on. We had a commitment to already do an event in Caddo Lake with Shreveport, I called them up and said, hey, wouldn't it be better if I did an event with more potential anglers and all of those anglers have the potential to come pre-fish the lake that they're going to be fishing the national championship on in 21. So we audibled, we flipped it, spacked it on the butt, and we're making the Pro Series Championship, the sixth event on Kentucky Lake. It's already on the schedule. Woo! Our Pro Series Championship, where all of this started with the Kayak Bass Fishing National Championship, and all of the people that qualify for the Partner Championship Series, the Challenge Series Championship, which, by the way, this year for the Challenge Series Championship, it kind of flew under the radar. We paid out $39,000 at the championship just for people that fished in an online event all year long at $25, 30 We're pumping up a little bit this year and making that even bigger. Yep. And that's going to be a big event with a lot of buy-in. We're going to do a barbecue. We're going to basically break bread. We're going to get folks out there. We're going to uplift and raise these youth up to a whole nother level. And that event is going to be right now, tentatively, October 16th, 17th, 18th, Caddo, Red River, and uh, probably Cross. But those details will be posted and released here very soon. We'll be able to do that event, guys. Championship. Guys, don't, don't forget, that's an opportunity. He hit on it, but that's an opportunity to go and fish more, to be on the water that we're going to be back at for the 2021 NC. I, I, I love how this is webbing together. The goal moving forward is to always have the partner championship series, the challenge series championship and the youth event. Again, it might not always work this way, but the goal is to make that the last event of the year prior to the pro trail series championship or before that is on the body of water that the following year's national championship is on. I, I, I love that. 
Love that. I love how all that's webbing back together to where from season to season, if you come in and you're starting to get it, be a competitor, you're going to have an opportunity to go back to these bodies of water that you're going to be able to, to, to straight up. I mean, even if you're going there to fish and you don't do well, guess what? That's practice time on these bodies of water that we're spending these time in driving, traveling, staying money at. I love that. That is phenomenal. Phenomenal, bro. Great job. I don't, I don't know that you were the mastermind behind that. You don't look like the guy that thinks that hard, but I know that you are, bro. That's huge, man. Honestly, and I'm not breaking on patting myself on the back, but I was the master behind my, behind my, mastermind behind that. But here's why. Because there are so many people doing the other stuff that I don't have to do, yep. you know, like Lynette and Christy yep. and Joe and, and Rob. and I love it. This year and everybody that's Richard, everybody that's helped out has let me focus more on that instead of being so knotted up trying to do everything that I can focus more on that. But I love I, it. And I sit at this desk on the days that I can't fish 12 to 20 yep. hours, you know, working on this and doing what I do and doing what we do. And um, I released a video today on my YouTube channel. So I'm going to do a shameless plug. Y'all go check that out to really say I had one video last year that I was on Gunnersville and I didn't know we were filming. It was almost dark, but apparently my camera guy, realized as I started talking that he should record it. He called me when that, when he got done recording that he said, dude, I'm fixing to put something together. That's going to be killer. And I love it. It's, it's, he didn't tell me it's about the best it. video you did last year. He didn't tell me about it. He didn't tell me anything about it. He just recorded me. When he got home, he laid the footage over the top of it. That's why there really isn't a, you know, me talking yeah. to the camera face piece. But what happened was, is I'd had so much crap going on with the heart thing. And then, I was just in this emotional place that I was out there and it was getting dark and I just caught a bass on a topwater frog on Gunnersville. And normally what you do when you catch a topwater frog, a bass on a topwater frog on Gunnersville is you try to catch another bass on a frog on Gunnersville. But I hooked my frog on the cook, hook keeper. I set the rod down. <laughs> I'm actually getting back to that place right now. I almost snot cried in my kayak because I was like, I've been stressed out. I've been pissed off. I've argued with people. I've fought with people. And look what I get to do for a living. Yep. You know what? I'm never going to have a pity party again. I've got the best job in the world. I've got the best family that a man could ask for. I've got the best wife. Everybody says there's a PK Chad and an AK Chad, and they're 1 billion percent right. There's pre-Christy and there's after Christy, you know. And uh, I can tell you a million percent that I have a completely different perspective, um, a completely different outlook, and I'm going to – conduct myself differently. I'm going to lead this organization differently. And I'm going to try to be an influence in the sport till we all act differently. There shouldn't be these freaking lines in the sand and wars and all this other craziness. Um, that's not what we should be about. No, all right, dude, a hundred percent, bro. I get it. I absolutely get it. All right. We've got 10 minutes to talk about the 10. Lots okay. we were, want to roll into here. This is my favorite event of the year. I hide it nowhere. No time. I think this is a bloodbath, a battle royale. I love the fact that for four years now, KBF takes the 10 best guys in the country, uh, 11 or 12, depending on how this works out. But you get what I'm saying, the, the idea behind it, putting them all in the same house. All expenses are paid. All these guys got to do is get there. These guys have put in the time, put in the air, put in the effort, put in the time on the water to earn their stripes, to get here, to get in this house. But it becomes a pressure cooker when you put these guys in this house and they're working together and they're competing for checks the size that they're competing for. Um, it just it's it's a it's a phenomenal, phenomenal time. We've got a couple of returning faces. We've got two rookies this year, including a kid. 
uh, who we just referenced earlier in Mr. Dylan. Um, but this year is different. This year is going to be unlike anything we've seen before because we are not at, uh, at Bienville Plantation. This year, you're going to be on the Kissimmee chain. Uh, we've got some phenomenal guys. If you guys, I'm going to do the shameless sh plug real quick. We'll be back here tonight with the past former champions, including Mr. Jamie Dennison, uh, Mr. Corey Dreyer, and Mr. Cody Milton. We're going to have a conversation with them three right here tonight at 830. And then every night for the next 11 nights in a row, you can see the schedule up on your screen. That's already posted everywhere. But we'll have all of these guys uh, every night for an hour talking about what they did to get into this house, how they're preparing for this house, and what their expectations are coming out of this house. This is a big, big deal. This is my favorite event of the year. Chad, I just took two minutes of your attend away, bro. My apologies, but I'm pumped about this event. So I was excited when we put the concept of the 10 together. And what I wanted to do is evolve what I did when I took uh, Jay Wallen and Matt Ball, and we took them down to Alabama and had the best of the best, which is the the angler of the year versus the national champion. But really I thought to myself, you know, that's not a fair characterization because you're never going to 100% know with how tight the angler of the year race was been, has been. A lot of those guys don't fish on the same body of water at the same time under the same conditions, sometimes even at all, which is why we changed the form, the, the formula for points this year to where it's decided at the trail series championship. So the idea behind this was, Let's take the top 10 anglers and let's treat them to a really special experience and let's take them to do something really cool and let's find out who the best of the best is. We did that and we had a great partnership with Bienville Plantation. Here's the part where it didn't still set well with me. You are not the best angler because you go to a body of water and you go out and you try to figure it out in the same bubble of time because you don't get your fair shot to research it. You don't get to pre-fish. You don't get to do what makes great tournament anglers, great tournament anglers. Great. So I begged the folks at Bienville, let us pre-fish for two days. Let us do that. And the numbers that they wanted to do that, and it made sense. They're running a business. I get it. They don't want to yep. rape their resource. I wanted to move back into their prime time where we're catching bigger fish and I get it. Those times are booked. And so they don't want it there. I just couldn't keep taking people to Florida with ice on their guides. The whole purpose of going to Florida is to go fish when it's warm. And at the same time, not let you truly prepare and give it your best opportunity to show off your skill sets. So we're opening it up to the entire Kissimmee chain. Joe has done a phenomenal job. We've got some great feedback. The map is updated and on the website. And there'll be one or two more tweaks tonight. After that, it'll be locked. But I wanted the top 10 guys. And we've always said from the beginning, if we have a tie, that means both of you guys occupy that last position. So you're both going. And then we came up with the 10 invitational concept to make people that tried hard all year that finished in the top 10% have that wild card shot to get into this last event. Okay. It worked last year for Vega for, for, uh... it just showed a guy with a really good skill set that for whatever reason, just missed making it into the team. He got in there and he showed that his skills were on par. He didn't win the thing, but he made a very, respectable showing. So we want that opportunity to showcase anglers, to help elevate their profile, to help them get sponsorships, help them grow their social media. So before we move forward, I want you guys to save this graphic and I want you to go to social media and find all of these guys and follow them. Because if you want to become a better angler, watch these guys. There is former trail series champions, former national champions, former anglers of the year, former rookies of the year, multiple 
title holders. You know what I'm saying? You've got guys that have finished. You've got Josh Stewart who's finished in the top 10 of the national championship more than anybody else. You, you know what I'm saying? You've got Mike Elsie who won the national championship and then proved all through the season it wasn't a fluke. You know it what I'm saying? Absolutely. You've got Derek Brundle who came out of nowhere and just broke it down in the Northeast. You've got Matthew Scotch who is one of the best hammers out there and smashed competition in one of the most competitive states in the country in Texas. You got Brad Case, who is a perennial favorite everywhere he goes, one of the nicest guys on the planet. You got Casey Reed, who is one of the most intense competitors I've ever met. The dude, if he doesn't do well in fishing, don't try to talk to him because he is so fired up and so down on himself that he ain't good to talk to for a couple hours. And I get that because I'm, you know, Casey very much cares that Jordan-esque mentality. He's very visioned on tunneled in on what it is he's working on. And I thought Cody Milton was one of the most laid back, happy-go-lucky, couldn't have a care in the world guys in the world until he won angle of the year. And I started following him with a camera and looking at his process. Hey, he is the, one of the, you know, I call him smiley. A lot of times he's just smiling. He looks like he don't care a care in the world when you see him off the water. But when that dude gets on the water, he's like a bird dog that goes on point. He completely transforms. Yep. Uh, I had the opportunity and the pleasure of watching Russ Snyder this year fish very well at several events. I went and followed him. Talk about a secret that Tennessee knew they were hiding. Day, Russ Snyder's woo. final day of the national champ or of the trail series championship this year and got what he did on video. Video. Yep. I mean, guys, we got some videos coming that are going to blow your mind. They're going to highlight the heck out of these guys. We got a kid that won an event at 14 years old and then turned around, turned 15, won another event later that year to prove he wasn't a fluke and went in. Any I mean, guys, if I'm missing anybody on here, I apologize. You got Ken Wood. Ken Wood is now made it in the 10 twice. And if you just know his online social media persona, you'd think he's the biggest goofball in the world. And he is, but he's also a hammer. You know what I'm saying? All of he these puts guys, in the study. He puts in the homework. Danny Broad, Casey Reed, Cody Milton, Dylan, Matthew yep. Scotch, Derek Brundle, Ken Wood, Mike Elsie, Josh Stewart, and Russ Snyder. Bro, are you kidding me? What fan of the sport doesn't want to see what these guys can do during the spawn on a freaking – world-class fishery where all bets are off they can fish all the water and do what makes kayak fishing awesome get in Bro, I'm, I'm ready i'm ready I, like I, i'm ready to fast forward the first month of 2020 already because i want to get here but so tell us about that so tell us about location Kissimmee and the chain there and 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 how you're breaking this down because you're going to do the invitational um you know you know leading up to this and then you always have something up your sleeve are you going to give us some insight into that now no, I'm going to have something up my sleeve that I'll announce at the event. That's going to be pretty damn cool. Um, but what we are doing is we're putting these guys up at a place called Encore Resorts at Reunion. It's like a mansion. <laughs> but what we're also going to do is we're going to bring you guys some behind the scenes in a way that I'm not going to make any. Um, I'm not going to blow any smoke up anybody's skirt about how I came up with the concept. I'm a UFC fan. I'm a huge UFC fan. But when the ultimate fighter came out and you were able to learn more about these guys backstory and see who they were and watch them go from, you know, coming into the house as an unknown to working their way up and then winning that contract to go fight in the UFC and then knowing their backstory, you get more vested in them. Absolutely. Storytelling. Same formula. And we're going to do the UFC version of the, uh, the ultimate fighter. When we get these guys in the house, we're going to film a lot of that in vlog format. We're going to get some behind the scenes. We're going to get some interviews. We're going to follow these guys as best we can, you know, with two or three camera guys with 10 folks. 
but we're going to tell the backstory as best we possibly can. We're going to do a live feed with these guys from the house one night and let people ask questions. Actually, we might just do the weigh-in since you're going to be there from there with these guys all there as almost like a round table. But well, man, we're, we're, we're going to be checking in with you over the next, over the next 11 nights. We've, I've got, we've got these guys. I got this. We start with Brad case tomorrow and then so on and so on every night at eight 30 for the next 12 nights. We'll have all of these different guys on talking about what they've done, how they've done there, getting some of that backstory. And then we'll dive more into that. Once we get into the house, um, uh, picking, uh, picking out payouts and, and figuring out how you're doing things down there in the house. Uh, you know, like I said, you're going to get into the Tinvitational there. Now the winner of the Tinvitational has an opportunity to stick around and fish this event, right? Tell us about that. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're coming down for the Tinvitational for. Yep. Down to pre-fish for an area that we're going to have some recurring events on. So you're coming down to learn, uh, you know, and potentially catch a fish of a lifetime, but you're fishing for the opportunity to win your way into this prestigious event, but make no mistake about it. All 11 of these guys are also fishing that event to play defense, to keep your ass out of that event. I promise you, they don't want 11 people in there. They sure as hell don't want 12. Nobody right. wanted Fader last year. I mean, no, no offense, Fader. Jeff's yeah. a great guy, but none of those guys wanted him in that house. And you know what? I told everybody that wanted, that came and complained to me, I said, well, then beat them all out at the Timbitation when you ain't got to worry about it. Absolutely. This year, you now have the ability to pre-fish and compete for some money and keep somebody from taking one of your slots, if that's what you believe. And if you truly believe that they don't belong there, then don't let them win their way in. And if you truly believe you belong there, then bring your butt down there and win your way in and then show now, up. Can, can we talk about the lakes and the boundaries that are there for the, to the 10 invitational and for the 10? Sure. It's what do you got? We've got the boundaries up on the website. There's going to be a graphic that's finalized tonight or tomorrow. Uh, it's pretty much a hybrid of what we put out originally. We got some great feedback from some of the anglers. We got some great feedback from Drew Gregory. Did a great job of literally putting together like a points paper on how we should let people go further up the creeks and all that because that's what kayak fishing is about. So we're amending that, but it's the entire Kissimmee chain. Now, I went back and forth because I really like the concept of drawing the final lake on the final day, but that's still a gimmick. And that's still one of those things that forces guys to have an, either an advantage or disadvantage. What I want to know what I want to see as a fan of the sport is I want to see the 10 baddest jokers in the sport going out and having the best possible chance to show off their best skill set. So it's going to be the entire Kissimmee chain the entire time. We're not going to cut it and say after the event is over, go keep fishing a different lake. We're not going to draw anything. It's the Kissimmee chain the whole time. And that way, the area that you pre-fish could be the area that you fish for the 10, or it could be an area that you duck off and you don't want to show your spots. There's a lot of strategy going to come involved. We're going to run the big bass brawl for the folks that stay around. But here's what I say about the 10 invitational. If you come down and fish the 10 invitational, you're getting an opportunity to fish Kissimmee chain. You're getting an opportunity to win your way into the 10. But if you don't win your way in the, into the 10, you got two options. And we did this on purpose. You can head over to Claremont chain and you can pre-fish for the first pro tour event of the year, or you can head north then you can go fish Seminole and fish the Hobie um, BOS. And AJ and I actually worked that out together for that very reason. So if you're going to burn some vacation time, <laughs> the 10 invitational for your shot at making it into the 10, go pre-fish Claremont while you're there or head back up to, um, to, Seminole. Uh, to Seminole and fish the BOS for your chance to qualify for the, for the Hobie Worlds. I mean, if you're going to take a week off and fishing in the entire year, 
take off and go down and pre-fish Claremont. Not only that, but there's very few places in the country that you can fish other than this, <laughs> this area. Everywhere else north. Three bass factories. You're talking about yeah. Seminole. You're talking about Kissimmee Chain. You're talking about Claremont. I mean, come on, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dreams, man. Dreams, dreams, dreams. Well, dude, uh, thanks so much, Hoover, for for for, for jumping in the way in tonight, man. Uh, I, I appreciate your time. I know that you've been super busy. Happy New Year. I'm going to get a couple of things done here. I'm coming back on here tonight uh, to have some conversation with uh, with the three past champs from the 10 and start getting this groundwork laid for uh, for having these guys on over the next 11 days. I know that you'll chime in and 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 uh, and, and kick around and we'll probably see you again uh, on the show here over sometime over the next 11 days. Thanks yeah, so much, bro. Hit I got me. One more thing for you. And this is uh this is my gift for you for doing this and it's my gift for everybody out there to help promote it, to get these guys the respect and the distribution and the visibility that they deserve. Everybody that shares the event tonight and all of the other events, share it and hashtag, hashtag DZ the 10, and then put the name of the angler that you think is going to win it. At the end of this 12-day period, I'm going to search that hashtag, and I'm going to pick somebody to win a $1,000 DZ prize package. So boom, hashtag DZ the 10, that's all you got to put. And then put the name of the angler that you're, you know, you're saying is going to win it. That you're pulling for. You have to share this event or each event page and then use yep. that hashtag. And then when Scott goes live, you're helping promote it. You're helping get it out there. Um, shoot. You can even share this one and yep. start commenting after it's not live anymore. Or you can do it. When, and at the end of his 12 day run, I'm going to search that hashtag. We're going to use a randomizer and we're going to pick somebody to win a thousand dollar DZ prize package under one of, under one of these eleven guys' names. I love it. Love and not it. Only that here's the thing. Don't even don't just put their name. Tag them. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you know me and you've been around, that's just the start. If we get a really good response and y'all share the hell out of it, I'm probably right. well. Then I, well, then I have to ask. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna get an answer, but I have to ask. So then, who who are who are you hashtagging? Whose name would you put in out of this eleven? Who do you got picking it? Or is it too far out? Yeah, you're not ready. Put, put the graphic back up there real quick one more time for me. <laughs> um, oh, put him on the spot. Put him on the spot, dude. There are some hammers. Like this, it looks like Ace Hardware in this uh, in this thing. Okay, so listen, I'm gonna say this, but I'm going to tell you, Matt. Hang on, Matt Scott just hashtagged his own name. I could pick anybody on here, right? Absolutely. But I'm going to tell you that, in my opinion, there's one guy that has been here more than anybody. Uh, who's been closer and who didn't, not more than anybody because there's been a couple that are the same, but this guy is Duke. He has been the bridesmaid. He has been right there. I'm picking Josh Stewart. I think Josh and and Russ and Cody and a lot of these guys are going to duke it out. I think Mike Elsie's a major threat. I think Ken Woods fishing with a chip on his shoulder. It's a frog leg, so Brad Case has got a shot. Casey Reed is burnt up. Dylan doesn't stop. Matthew Scotch, I'm t he hashtag himself for a damn good reason. The dude is a freaking hammer. Hammer. I'm going to tell you something. Dude, Derek destroyed it in the Northeast. But listen, all these guys are hammers. Um, Jamie Broad is one of the most intellectual, cerebral anglers that I know. And sometimes he gets in his own way for being too smart and, and shares too much information and hurts himself, right? Love that guy like a brother. But I'm going to tell you, you forcing me to pick somebody? If I had to pick somebody, and actually somebody asked me this yesterday, and so I had a little bit of time to think about it. Didn't expect you to put me on the spot, but 
I think Josh is due, man. So if I was to hashtag it, we'll talk about it again uh, the night before we kick this thing off in the house because we'll all be together. I can tell you right now, guys, uh, one of my favorite things for the last, I don't know, month, month and a half, I've been in a group chat with all 11 of these guys. Talk about cracking up. Talk about having a good time. Talk about zingers and one-liners going back and forth in that competition, driving, even when you're just sitting there texting over this last month. It's been a it's been a blast. I can't wait to get in the house with all these guys, Chad. Man, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, and uh, and and I'll catch you with you next time, man. We appreciate it so much. Uh, Happy New Year. Go love on the family, and uh, and tune in tonight, bro. Eight thirty. We'll be here with uh, with the, the three channels. Love you guys. Thank you. Thanks so much. All right, guys. That uh, that does it there with uh, with the Hoove himself. Again, we will be back here tonight. Um, at, at 8.30 with the three previous champions of the 10, talking a little bit about what these these other 11 guys are going to expect rolling into this house. Um, once again, guys, I appreciate y'all tuning in tonight. We'll see you guys back here. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. You guys can find this podcast and so many others, not only here on the live stream at kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the way in or on every major podcast platform that's out there, whether it's Spotify, Google, you know, all of those different things. Um, you're able to find those things there. Uh, big shout out to Fish USA. Thank you so much for supporting what we're doing there, uh, supporting everything that we're doing. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, if you guys need anything, y'all go to fishusa.com. They are America's tackle shop. They've got some uh, some amazing things to set up. And right now is the time to be getting your, your, uh, your kayak rigged up and ready. And they've got everything that you need. So y'all smash that button. And we'll see you guys in a couple of hours with the three champs talking about the 10. Um, as always, I'm your host, Scott Buzier, telling you to tackle your dreams. We'll see you later. Holla. Woo!